sings today, sings for joy and gladness. Jesus saves, satisfies, vanishes my sadness. Guilt is gone, peace is mine, peace like to a river. Jesus is wonderful, he's mighty to deliver. Wonderful, wonderful, Jesus is to me. The Counselor, Prince of Peace, mighty God is he. He's saving me, keeping me from all sin and shame. Wonderful is my Redeemer, praise His name. Is He wonderful to you? Amen. Keeping you, keeping you, guiding you, leading you. We are just relying on Him. Amen. Thank you, musicians. Bless you richly. Just pray together and invite. Father, Lord Jesus Christ, good to be in the house of the Lord to praise you, to thank you, to express our thankfulness to you, Father, for your grace in our life. As Brother Dan has mentioned, we just rely on your grace. Father, Lord, once again, we look up to you. We ask that you forgive us for our mistakes, our wrongdoings, that the blood of Jesus Christ will wash us and cleanse us. If there is anything on the way for the service this, this evening to be, Father, pleasing to you. May you take it away, Father. May the Holy Spirit come and, Lord, take control as he has already started. Father, may you continue, Father, for the remainder of the service. Father, may you open our heart. May you make us, Father, ready to receive from you. May you, Father, make yourself real to us, Father. We want a testimony after this service, Lord, that, oh God, now we are better than when we came in. Now we learned something. Now, Father, we have something, Lord, Lord. We would like you to deal with our heart, Lord. May the Holy Spirit, Father, go, go beyond, God, what the man can say, what my lips can say. Let the Holy Spirit come and anoint the Word of God in each, in each heart. Anoint each heart, Father, to receive the Word of God that has already been inspired and anointed. May our heart, Father, receive what you have, O oh God, in a portion for our portion this night, Father. Bless those who are here and those who are also streaming. Father, we want to be in one unity. Distance is not, oh Father, is not a matter. You are a God omnipotent, omnipresent, Father. Lord, may the Holy Spirit be also in those places, Father. And speak to our heart once again, Lord. We love you and appreciate you. If there is any need among us, Father, Lord, in our heart, we bring it to the altar of our heart, Father. We lay it at your feet. We pray that the Holy Spirit, Father, come and intervene in each situation. You know each house. You know each, each heart. You know each person. Father, our desire is to become closer to you and to live closer to you as never before, Father. That the love of God will be made so real in our heart, God. Lord, that's what we desire as you have recommended to us. There's nothing will go on the other side beside the perfect love of God. Father, may it make that a reality in our heart as we feed upon the word of truth. Let our faith increase, Father. We thank you for the services that we had on Sundays, Father. We thank you for the anointing, your presence. Lord, we're just looking up to you for more, Father. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. God bless you richly. I um, invite you to go to the Word of God, Matthew 3. Matthew 3, 14, 16. As a turning a Bible, I just want to say thank you, Lord, for the services on Sunday and the baptism. And God is still calling. God is still in the business of of calling his elect man. Thank God for that.
means we are two elect closer to the rapture. Amen. So once the last one comes in, then we are gone. So yeah, thank God we should be rejoicing and happy when whenever it takes a stand to go further with God, then our departure is getting closer and closer. Amen. So I'm just saying sorry for the confusion last time when I announced something before going the deeper message. And I'm just sorry, I didn't mean that. And and uh, forgive me for that. I'm sorry. Thank Brother Ed for rescuing me for that. And uh, God bless him. Amen. So on Matthew 3, uh, 14. Then comes Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. And comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. May God bless his word, and you can have your seat. From this scripture, I just want to draw just want to draw a principle here that we are all aware of, or we know it, but uh, just uh, came to my mind again just to, maybe to emphasize on that. Brother Banham spoke, spoke about it, uh, spoke in the message, become a task to fulfill all righteousness, and that's a great message, and uh, um, not maybe going into detail of the message tonight, no, but I uh, just want to get the principle from that. The word comes only to the prophet, amen? The time John was the greatest prophet, and the word came to the prophet, amen? No matter how even that same principle applies again today, the word came to the prophet today. You cannot know, God cannot reveal anything outside of a prophet. The prophet is the mouth of God, amen? And we thank God when a prophet can speak, and that saved the Lord, and we rely on that. We say, thank you, Lord, because that the absolute but you see in the time of here, Jesus here, Jesus being himself, God, he came to the prophet to fulfill certain things in order for the word to be fulfilled and in order to go on a mission. The prophet says himself, he was already the perfect sacrifice. He didn't have any sin. He didn't have, he didn't have you have to say, he didn't need to go to repent, to go to that process of repentance because he was already holy. He was already without sin. He was guiltless. He was, he was the perfect lamb of God. But he had to do that because the sacrifice had to be washed. The sacrifice has to be cleansed. Himself being the high priest and the sacrifice there that had to be offered, he had to go to the process of going there and so that he can be, he can be washed by the prophet at that time. And we know that he had to go to that to fulfill the word of God. Amen. So they became the Lord and the greatest prophet, the all righteousness, so that all righteousness can be fulfilled at that time. Amen. 
if God could go, if God in the flesh could go through that in order to fulfill his own word, we have, we have to go through the same process. Amen. That's what you say. I would like to tell the thought this evening and to talk about the importance of the mechanics. The importance of the mechanics. Because we have, yes, we don't want to go, we're relying and we're waiting for the dynamics. So we want the dynamics to work with the dynamics to, to have its full impact. But we need to put the mechanics in order. We need to set the mechanics in order. Jesus Christ had to go to that process. Jesus Christ had to go to that. It's a mechanic. We can, I don't want to be lost in the terms here, but with the terms that we use in the message or sometimes here and there. But it, it reminds that there is a part that a human part can have to do, and God will come and confirm his own word. Amen. Are you with me this evening? Amen. So, just want to put in, emphasize that. I will be maybe a little bit on one branch, but maybe another time we go the other branch. Amen. Prophet says, we have so much of the mechanics and not the dynamics, and my body is the mechanics, but my body will not operate without the dynamics, the spirit. See, the spirit operates my body and brings it in control, like an automobile with no, automobile with no gasoline need, with no firing power. See, no matter how fine the dynamics or I mean, the mechanics is fixed up, the cylinders and the point of plugs and whatever, it's got to have the current also. You got to take those together. That's the way God is. It's God to get a believer with God to make the contact. Then something is going to happen. Oh, God, we want something to happen. But in order for that to happen, we need a dynamic. We need also the mechanic. They have to come together. Then something will happen. And God is fixing for something to happen. God wants something to happen in our lives. He's more willing to give us the Holy Ghost than we are willing to receive it. But sometimes we put the flesh on the between there. That's what hinders the move of God. But we want to put the flesh aside and say, God, I want to yield myself so that the dynamic can come and operate in the mechanic that I want to give to you. I'd like to read from this quote. The prophet spoke just one month before God took him. The world is again, is again falling apart. He says, so if denomination is cursed to belong to it, no, so I've heard, but now I see 60, 60, 65, 11, 27 evening. And that water church, it's, it's in order, set in order. Only it's got the mechanics ready. It only needs them, the dynamics tonight. If we get the mechanics ready, if we get our hearts right, the things that we can do, follow every word. Follow him in baptism, follow him in every order that he told us to do, and get every mechanic ready and stand there. Then we are ready for the dynamics to be lit off, and only God can do that. That's to drop into your heart that faith that says, I am now healed. Then don't make any difference what circumstance is. You are healed anyhow, cause the faith by faith, you are healed. Look at the language of the prophet here. And I just want to repeat that once again. Tonight, if we get the mechanics ready, 
get our hearts ready, the things that we can do, the things we cannot do, but the things we can do. The things that we cannot do, God, you cannot baptize yourself with the Holy Ghost. You cannot be born again by your own strength. God has to do that. You cannot heal yourself. God has to do that. You cannot sanctify yourself. God has to do that. But the things that you can do, you can make yourself a decision. God, I want to make the things that I can do. Because once I make the things that I can do, you can come and confirm the one word. And it says, follow every word. Follow him in the baptism. Jesus had to follow him in that baptism in order for the word of God to be fulfilled in his time. That the voice had to come down and confirm that this is my son in whom I'm pleased to dwell. He had to follow into that baptism and God comes and confirms his own word. If you follow him in every order that he has told us to do and get every mechanic ready and stand there, then we are ready for the dynamics to lead off. And only God can do that. That to drop into your heart that faith. Only God can drop into your heart that faith. But God, I'm willing. How many can say this evening, God, I'm willing. I'm willing to go further with you. I'm not quitting. I'm keep going forward. Amen. Let me pause a little bit here. We know what the world is doing. The prophet says, if you see, and you see is as well as I see, the right now it's going to be false that all that in that is already set in order. That what I was reading in the, in the, the world is, is again falling apart. Says, what we'll see, it throws right there. If Rome is the mother of the nomination, she's the beast and the mark of the beast, then they made an image unto it, uh, unto it, counsel the churches all together, make an image of the beast, so right straight back to the mark of the beast again. The system of the world, the nominationalism, has brought us a system to bring the mark of the beast. And you see it as well as I see it. That right now it's going to be forced that all that's not in, that's already set in order, the big machine sitting there, the mechanic is there waiting for Satan to get in, into it with the dynamics. So he's describing what we see with the world. Everything is putting in place. He's setting, everything is setting in place because, because there is something that is about to happen for the world. The world is already in the spirit, in the spirit of the great tribulation. The world is going in the spirit already of things are happening and things, atrocities that will happen. The world is already in that spirit. The world is already setting in order for that. The great mechanic for the world is already being set down for that. But let me remind you that when we see the world getting to that level, Jesus Christ talked about that seed. He said, he said, he said, you know the parable of the seed. When you see the seed of the wheat and you see the seed of the tare being sown at the same time, do you want to remove them? No, leave them grow together. But at the time of the maturity, then there will be a separation. So when you see the world coming to the maturity, there should be the bride on the other side coming also to the maturity. If the world is getting into the spirit of great tribulation, the bride is getting in the spirit of the rapture. But right now, I do not want to focus on negative part only. I want to focus on the right part. The prophet says, 
like Henry Cross with this code and his blessed me says, we're always complaining about what the world, how wicked the world is. You forget to realize how more powerful the church is than it used to be. Sometimes we focus too much on that, the things of the world. But remember, there is a part of the bride that she needs to take her position. There's a part of the bride where she needs to put her mechanic in order because the dynamic is ready to set in. If the world is making into things ready to go for that, for that world, for their part, the bride is getting ready for her part. I believe that the age we are living, there is nothing that God can add to the word of God. There is nothing God can add in order to increase more faith. There is nothing God can add. God has already given us the perfect word of God that should give us the faith for the rapture. There is nothing else that can add on top of that. What we need is just to feed upon the word of truth and have an open heart to receive what God has in store for us. How many can say amen to that? You can recall the story of the, of the resurrection of Lazarus. The great dynamic was standing right there. Jesus Christ in the flesh was a man, but he was also God. But when we use that example, because the fact that sometimes we see him, and also, or we see him in the Bible that he's weeping, there was a woman, look at the situation, she couldn't understand how can a man could be, how can God could be there and weeping. Amen? She says, but how can he be God and he's also weeping at the same time? Yes, he's God, but he's also a man. And that part is weeping as a man, even though he knew that he was, that he knew he already had a vision. But as a man is going into that situation, he's going, and the, the man part comes on the on it and is weeping and everything. Oh, I'm thinking about something. Sometimes we go through many things, and sometimes you are weeping and have different things. But you know deep inside of you, God is in control. Deep inside of you, you know that something better will come out of it. Yes, the part we still cry and this, but don't let the cry of the outside come and overcome the joy of salvation inside of you. You are a son and a daughter of God. Look at that and says, how can be crying? Yes, he was crying there a few minutes, but a few minutes after that, when he had to move his frail body and call Lazarus, come forth. That was man, more than a man. Amen. And sometimes he can go there. You see them. He's there. He's, he's, he's tired. He's in the boat. And there he's sleeping. That was the main part. But a few minutes after that, when he comes and steals the water, that was more than a man. Amen. You can see them that, oh, he's hungry. He's looking at the fig tree. I can't understand. Look at this fig tree. And he's cursing that fig tree because he was hungry. But more than that, behind that, there was the power of God. What kind of man is that? Is the Lord Jesus Christ. The same Lord Jesus Christ is inside of the bride now. Doing the same thing. I just want to emphasize the same God in the presence of the tomb of Lazarus. The great dynamics look at the situation already knowing that it's going to be a resurrection here. Is the resurrection a life? Oh, what a power in our time. In this time of the resurrection, this time of the manifestation, in this time of the rapture. But he's asking to, to, he's asking to two women there, take, take off the stone. Take away the stone. But you have all the dynamic. You can operate. No, it says take away the stone first. Take away the doubt first. Take away the unbelief first. I want you to become part of what I'm going to do now. 
I'm not going to do everything for you. You need to stand also there and you see the glory of God. In this time that you are living for the bride, I believe it's the same thing. The bride needs to stand on her position. Lord, I'm standing with you. If I have to take the stone, I'm taking off the stone so that the dynamics of God can move right among us. Grant it, Father. The prophet will reply to that says, you got your part to do. When they took away the stone, I can hear him clear. I thank thee that thou hearest me always. For these who stand, look at him. Here he gets, get it. I can hear him scream with a loud voice. Way out there in the spirit land, Lazarus. I believe that if he, had, he hadn't called, he had, he had not called, if he hadn't called him by name, there would be the general resurrection right there. What a mighty God we serve. If you are not specified Lazarus, you'll be a general resurrection. Yeah. Oh, glory to God. Corruption knew the master then, the spirit that was living there. I believe the corruption is knowing now, is going to know the master right now, you know, the bride, in the bright age now. Because one of these days, between 6 and 9 a.m., there will be a generous resurrection. There will be the rapture of the bride. How do you know? He's living inside of me. He's working inside of me. The same dynamic is there. It's already changed me from the things of the world to love him. Now I want furthermore of him. Amen. Do you remember the prophet one time he had prayed the right prayer? He had a vision. In a couple of that but he had a vision of what was going to happen of the healing of that child that he had to visit that brother. It came to that and he realized that he was waiting for some time. He knew that it's going to happen, but he was waiting, waiting for the right time for the things to be set in place in order for that vision to be fulfilled. Yes, he already knew that it's going to happen, but he was waiting for everything to be set in order for that to happen. Even though he had already the fulfillment for that to happen, he has to wait for the things that everybody should be at, at his right place. I believe the prophet already had the preview of the bride. He knew that the bride, he knew that there is a resurrection. You and I, we know that there is a resurrection. There is a rapture. But there needs a time where each one of us needs to get at the right place for that to happen. And we want to set at the right place for that to happen. Is there anything hindering you to get at the right place? Oh God, remove it because I want to be part of the fulfillment of the vision. Let's set the mechanic part in order. Very often, to change the gear, very often, sometimes, the mechanic part, we don't see the result right away. Because it's a, we, we think like it's a mechanic part and it's a mechanical part. I'm putting in a mechanical part, but remember, even in the mechanic part, there is need and need to become more sincere on that mechanic part. 
It's not like you're doing things by tradition. I think things because you have to do, you have to certain, follow a certain order. It's to pray, God, I want more sincerity in what I'm doing because it is your word. Make me more sincere in what I'm doing. Or I want more, you see the, the level of my heart, how sincere I am. I'm, I'm expecting for you to move. I want you to bring me to a high level. I want your word to become a reality in my heart. There is a deep level of sincerity as you are going to the mechanic part, even though you don't see the results right away. Because the result part of the rest of the result is a matter of God coming and fulfilling his own word. But as you are going to the mechanical part, there is a level of sincerity in the heart. Amen? Amen. Sometimes we don't see when we pray. Sometimes we feel like it's a mechanical part. Let me, you, you and I, we are on the same level there, on the same, on the same page there. Sometimes you don't feel like praying. Sometimes you oh, don't feel like praying or you, you, you want to look at different distractions or different things. But, but sometimes you, you, you feel that desire, that burning, that urge in your heart. But in both cases, let me tell you, it's still God working. It's still you putting in the place, in the channel, where God will do the supernatural in the other level. Whether you feel it or not, you do it. Amen. That's why the prophet will say we are high priests. We are priests. We are, sometimes you don't feel like singing. You are not in the mood of singing. You're not in the mood. You don't feel like getting in that channel. But once you start getting in that channel, then you see God moving and changing the rhythm. Amen. I like what the prophet says. Prayer is not exactly bringing God down to man. It's bringing man up to God. As you pray, you lose, you lose sight of these earthly things. You sway out into somewhere else, way beyond, and on and on and on, till you become into his presence. Yes, your body is tired. Sometimes your mind is tired. Some, those things are unborn parts. They, that they don't need to be in agreement with what the soul wants. Amen. They are not always in agreement with what the soul wants. But as you put them into subjection of what the, what the soul wants, God is coming and blessing your soul. You didn't feel like going to pray, but after praying, you feel like, oh, I needed that. Sometimes it looks like the disciples of Cleopatras and his friend going to Emmaus. The Lord wanted to stay with them, but he wanted them to do another step. He wanted them to constrain him to come and stay with them. But the Lord, you always know, you already know that this part you can, you can, you, you want to stay there, just stay there. No, I want you to constrain me to come and stay with you. But God, you know that the bride needs a revival. Come and bring the revival. Oh, no, that's not that how it works. You need, you need to come in the channel, and the result will come. No one can send the, result, the revival, and you cannot create the, result, the revival by yourself. But as you stay in the channel of God, God will come and fulfill his own word at his own time. The dynamic cannot operate in a broken mechanic. No matter how the dynamic is so powerful or great it is, but if the mechanic is broken, it cannot work. 
Before the fire came upon the sacrifice in time of Elijah, Elijah had to put the altar in order first. God is requiring in our heart and our lives to put the altar first. Restore the altar of God in my heart. Restore the altar of God in the house. Restore the altar of God in the house of God. Let the altar of God be restored first. The dynamic of fire will follow. Amen. Why? Because this is the instruction for God Almighty. Elijah was not doing those instructions because of man's instructions. He was doing those instructions because it was the time for that to be fulfilled. You can put the same mechanics that we put here. You can put the same things over the same. There is a certain level. Oh, how, no matter how, how, how sincere or how, how, how consecrated Luther was and, and Wesley was, and, and, and we appreciate that, he had to produce the result for their age. But he couldn't produce the rapture in their age. But now you see the bride, she goes through the same sincerity. She goes through the same dedication. She goes through the same, her mind is upon the word of God. The result is not to produce just the reformation work. The result is to produce the bride, the bride change of the body, amen. Is to produce the, the change of the body. Is to produce the rapture. Is to produce the resurrection. What is going to do that? Not you, not I, but God himself will come to confirm his own word. Amen. As the grain, as much as there is life in the grain, beautiful grain, there is life in that grain, it needs to be set in the fertile ground. It needs to be in the right atmosphere. It needs to be in a certain ground. How privileged we are to be and to know that we have the seed of life inside of us. But that seed of life, it needs to be a certain atmosphere. We need to become, even though we were still in the world, sometimes you could feel like, no, I cannot do that. Other people don't have that same thing in the heart, but in your heart you do that. I, I cannot do that. You tell me something was just tickling in your heart. There was something that was warning you. And even though you were in the world, it was God still there. But he was waiting for the time when you can come in contact with the S-O-N, then that life can come to maturity. As it come, comes to maturity, that life, you also need to continue watering that life. Watering that life, staying in the right atmosphere. God, help me to stay in the right atmosphere. Help me to create the right atmosphere. It's my responsibility to do what I can do. You come and back up your own word for the things that I'm doing and confirming at your own word. What we need in this time is just to cast the net in the right direction of the word of God. God will put the fish in that net. You don't have to think whether it is the right time or do anything. God is asking, send the, the fish, send the net on that direction, send the net on that side. You just send the net on that side. God is filling that with the fish. May God help us to do what we can do. That's why Robert Buddha says, if the right atmosphere will take place, this entire group will be refilled with the Holy Ghost. Every sick person will be made well. It's the atmosphere that does it. You can take a hand egg 
and put it in the incubator and keep the atmosphere right, it will batch out the kitchen or chicken, not in an incubator. See, because that the atmosphere that counts, put a chicken egg under a dog, they say it's the atmosphere that makes the result. That's where we come early to church. Amen. So create our atmosphere. Yes, but it, oh no, but it, 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 it's instruction of God. God, I just want to put what I can do, and the rest you will do that. That's why we go through the time of, a, of a singing and the time to create the atmosphere. We don't, we don't create the atmosphere. We don't, we don't, let me put it this way. It's not that or because of that and that, but because you put, you know, we put ourselves available or we yield ourselves to the instruction of God and we create that atmosphere, God comes and confirms his own word. Amen. I'm repeating myself here, but I want that principle as I'm one branch of the, I'm one, one side of the branch here to just to be strong. God, I want to do what I can do for you to confirm your own word. Yeah. Listen to what the prophet says. That is tonight. If you've the least desire in your heart to receive God, to receive the Holy Spirit, let's get in the right atmosphere, the right mood before God, and life will come into you just as sure. It's not a probability. It's not something that, that might or might not happen. If you get in the right atmosphere and you have the right desire in your heart, God, the life of God will come for sure. Amen. Yeah. The prophet says in divine healing, because as soon as you repent of your sins, if truly God has convicted you and you have repented and been baptized in Jesus Christ's name. Listen to this. God is under obligation to give you the Holy Spirit right then. Right because his word said so. It can't. It's nothing on God's part. It's your part. Because God, because people has been mistaught. Each time they come along a little something study, they say it is it, it is this. Oh my, it is in this fleshly demonstration, the attribute of the Holy Spirit. But to receive the Holy Spirit is to receive a person, Christ. And then these other things take place in the life. And that part, it is it's not on God's part. It is your part. If you repent sincerely, if you have been baptized in the word of God, then you can come to God and say, God, now my part that I've done with the sincerity of my heart, now it's your part to fill me with the Holy Ghost. And God is under obligation to fill you with the Holy Ghost. You see the same process that Isaiah talked to the young people. Isaiah had to go to the same process. He had to repent. He had to recognize that he was nothing. Once he got that process, he recognized that he was nothing. He repented that he was a man of unclean lips, living among the unclean people with unclean lips. God sent the fire to him. The dynamic had to come. The dynamic comes, and once the dynamic comes, then he had the commission. Amen. Oh, I love that. The bride has the commission. (laughs) She has the ministry. Listen to this. You see, God don't make all of decisions. There is many times that God doesn't tell his prophet just what to do because they have to make the decision. If there is no decision that we have to make, just wait every move on God, then there is no overcoming on our part. Sometimes they make the wrong decision, 
God's anointed prophet makes the wrong decision and many times are deceived. I came across the prophet saying something here and just struck my heart to emphasize on the power of decision. He says, believest thou this? 53. He says, judgment is going to strike this world pretty soon. If you're outside the kingdom of God, don't be caught like that. Come right now. God bless you, young man. Just give your heart to Christ recently. I see a light still hanging above you. God bless you. You'll get the Holy Ghost now. Stand right there and believe it with all your heart. The Holy Spirit was speaking to you just a few minutes ago when I first made the altar call. You know you should have come. That's right. As I was waiting to see you come. Just struck my heart. But the prophet could see that. He could, he, could, he, could, he could push. He could send. But you know, the Holy Ghost is there. Come. You need to come. You need. But he's waiting for the person himself to make the right decision himself. And he's just waiting for the move of the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, help us to make the right decision sometimes at the right time. Amen. You feel like singing, sing. You feel like shouting, shout. You feel like praying, pray. You feel like saying amen to the word of God, say amen to the word of God. God is waiting to see your decision. My decision too. Say so now, there is other here ought to be standing around this group right now. Won't you come once more while we sing? Oh, why not tonight? You know it, my brother, all right? Why not tonight? Will you come right now? And let's continue. But the importance there, he sees who had to come, but he's not calling names. He's letting them, themselves, making the right decision from the right choice. Amen. Amen. Sometimes the right decision is just to say, God, I want to yield myself to you. Because the word is so clear. Draw nigh unto him and he shall draw nigh unto you. Take a bold decision even tonight. Just says in your heart. The word is being spoken. God, I just make that decision. That this part, there is one part here. I just want to put that aside. And sometimes you don't need to go in many big decisions. You just put one little step towards God. God, I'm putting just this little step here. There's something maybe that is bothering me in just this little area. Maybe just, just, just put that area a little bit aside. And God, I want to see the move that you are going to do in my life. Because I'm drawing nigh to you just this little step. God, I want a move in my life. And God is going to take the rest. Amen. Sometimes you create just a little bit of room in the morning for prayer. Oh, God, just I want to create a little bit of room for you, God, this morning for prayer. God, may you take over for that. God, maybe I just want to put a little bit of room for here to separate myself from this place, from this, uh, this friend, or from this thing, or this game, for this thing. Just put that a little bit aside. See the move of God that is going to take over. Amen. Abraham had to take the personal decision of being separated from anything else before the blessing that God has already proclaimed on him to come be manifested. Amen. We know that the right mental attitude towards any promise of God will bring it to pass. The right mental attitude towards any promise of God will bring it to pass. 
Prophecy doesn't take gift of healing to heal sick people. Any person in here has a right to meet Satan anywhere if you're a Christian and defeat him on any ground that he could stand on. The word of God is always true. The word of God is always applicable. But what he's asking us is, God, may you give us the right mental attitude to the word of God that is always true. The word of God that is already anointed, give us the right mental attitude towards the word of God. Then we will see the result. No man can bring the result on his own. No man can change the result on his own. But we can change our attitude towards the word of God and the result will happen. If you feel low, you cannot change your attitude. You cannot change the result. But you can change the attitude, and your attitude will change the result. If you feel like you're less loved, you can change your attitude, and your attitude will change the result. You feel like you're sick, you can change your attitude towards the Word of God, and it will bring the result of healing. Because the Word of God always the truth. Amen. One typical example of the part of the equation is Joshua 3, 5, 6. Joshua said unto the people, sanctify yourself. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. But the Lord will do wonders among us tomorrow. Why are we doing it? But we need to sanctify yourself. Then it will create a channel for God to move further. Amen. And he said, and Joshua spoke unto the priest, saying, Take up the ark of the covenant and pass over before the people. And they took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people. Those who were walking with the ark of the covenant did not separate the water. They did not separate the Jordan, but because they were under the duty, they were under the commission, they were following the instruction of the word of God, God came on the scene and separated the waters. As you are walking in the full obedience to the word of God, God is going to separate the waters. Amen. Just keep walking in the word of God and God will separate the waters. Full obedience to the word brings God. The word eternal in you, that's the token. As we know, full obedience to the whole word of God will entitle you to the token. As we know many times, usually in the prophet, life of the prophet, it has been rebuked many times. Why don't you tell us about how to get the spiritual gift? And the prophet will reply, Brother Banam, people regard you as a prophet. Why in the world don't you teach those people how to get spiritual gifts? Leave off the way them women dress and those men act. Leave off all of it. You got no business saying it. The problem is not that he didn't he know he knew how if you want to get spiritual gift, he can tell you how to get a spiritual gift. But first of all, he's asked going to the first foundation. Is your mechanics in order? Is your mechanics in order? Do you have the ABC in order? Because I can teach you, how can I teach you algebra if you don't know the ABC? How can I give you the dynamics if you don't have the mechanic in order? What is going the dynamic to do if the mechanic is not in order? He cannot operate on a broken mechanic. The mechanic needs to be set in order first. Then God is going to move. Amen. May God help us to come on that right mechanic set in order. 
Cast out the fish net first at God's words. Then you will see the miracle happening. Then you shall see God manifestation. Let me encourage the young people. Sometimes you feel like, I don't feel like reading the word of God. You don't need to see oh, the, the, the result right away, but keep just doing it as, as mechanical it might look. But God is going to come and confirm his own word. Sometimes you don't feel like, oh, I don't see this. But a situation comes up or in your life. As you are growing, you see a situation comes up. Oh, thank you, Lord, because when I was reading the word of God, it was there, 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 there. Then God comes and confirms the right thing at the right time. Sometimes you are reading the scripture and you're reading the scripture and you come to church. As you come to church, the minister comes and he preaches something, sometimes close to what you are reading and you see something. Oh, praise be to God. I was just in the light. But at the time you were reading, you didn't see the importance of it. But because you were in the channel of the mechanic, it's setting in order. God is coming and confirming his own word. A baby that is eating, he does not understand all the mechanics, how he's going to grow. But as long as he's eating, he's growing. God is doing the supernatural, the invisible as he's eating, and God is making him grow. Amen. I didn't want to go to this area, but I, so I just wanted to put the mechanic. Put a parenthesis here. Put a parenthesis here for the mechanics at home, in addition to the family attitude that must be there. It will start as a putting just a mechanic. Sometimes things we put too much, or not to put it too much, but sometimes we re re relativism. It's a French word, but sometimes we put things in a virtual way, right? Put in a virtual way, you know, oh, the message, yes, the, it's not only the, the virtual way. The message comes sometimes to bring us, and we have many examples, it brings us in the mechanical part that we need to set in order. Then we see the benefit of the, what sometimes it's invisible that we can't see. Amen. The prophet says, I just want to use this example to show something spiritual here. There was a man, the prophet says, in the water from the rock, he says, One old minister told me I had seven devils, and the old lady minister said I only had five. There is two of them gone somewhere and come staying there. So it's a the, is the, is the woman who came to the prophet, and she's telling, You know, the prophet, I have this spirit. I have, people are telling me I have those bad spirits. Can you, can, you, can, you, can, you, can you pray for me? And let's just go to the story. And it says, until God began to speak and said, listen, lady, listen, you come from St. Louis. And she said, how do you know? I said, your husband is on the police force. That's right. And I said, you used to be a lovely housekeeper. She said, that's right. I said, recently, your house looks like a hog pen. I said, that's right. I said, your daughter over there right now, take care of your husband. I said, that's right. I said, who told you that? I just kept talking because I was in a vision. I said, you went down a little to a place. First, you went to a doctor and they gave you shots. And those shots has called, was called hormone. And you went down to a place and they told you you had devils because you had a real funny feeling. They sent you to California. So it's, I'm skipping a few things here. It says, that you went to a woman and she, she said you had five devils and she told you to come here. That's right. How did you know that? She replacing it. The Holy Spirit said so. I said, you haven't got any devils to begin with. 
She said, I haven't. I said, no. I said, lady, surely you know your mother went through the menopause, the menopause and something natural, completely natural. I said, what do you think almost shot her for? She said, I don't know, but for the change of life, that's what it is. No devils at all. It's absolutely your condition of life. She began to relax. She had put the things on a very spiritual level and everything. says, no, just your natural way you're going through. And you just need to relax. My wife was cooking some bacon of eggs out there. She began to look through the house. And I said, kind of hungry. She refused to eat first. And I said, she went out and ate three eggs, a big bunch of toast, two cups of coffee, a lot of jelly. She was just happy as she could be. God has created the heart to be happy. <laughs> we have all the rights to be happy. <laughs> and he said, Brother Banam, are you going to pray for me and cast it away? I said, cast what away? She said, the thing. I said, there's nothing to cast away. She, well, I never felt so good in my life. What must I do? I said, go home, straighten up your house. Cook your husband a nice, big apple pie, about that thick. All the brothers can say, oh, yes. When he comes in tonight, throw both arms around him, kiss him, sit down, get on his lap and tell him you love him. Live like a lady ought to. That exactly, that's all it is. But you see, all the pouring on of oil and all the stomping, kicking, all the loud hollering won't do a bit of good. It's the truth that makes you free. So she went all the way, but the truth comes to make you free. We thank God for the prophet. Because the prophet comes to tell us what are the mechanics we need to set in order. It's not just going in the things or not knowing what to do. We thank God for the prophet coming here putting the order for the church order. Coming to put the order for our families. Coming to put the order for the courtship. Coming to put the order for marriage. Coming to put the order for single ones. What is that? It's putting the order for the mechanic because there is a great dynamic that has to move the church. I was reading that, I just thought the, the young advice that Brother Marcus Baker told us when we were younger. He says, young, young boy, you know, sometimes you have, don't have result in the church. Why? Because your room is so untidy. You need to learn to tidy up your room. The spiritual conditions that sometimes that you have, it's because your natural conditions is typifying your spiritual conditions. You wake up, tidy up your bed, tidy up your room, make your room clean, and then you then and be in a position where you can pray and sing. Then, oh, just oh, because you are missing certain parts. I needed that. <laughs> so that advice the prophet said, just go. You know, you need to tidy up a room, make things right. Then you'll feel better. Amen. Sometimes the problem that causes the separation of families is the neglect of love. We neglect certain things in the neglect of love. I just want to go to another party, which is one part, but then take another party here for the brothers here. The brother, the brother, let us for brothers is to love unconditionally, to express that love. I hope it's okay to quickly mention that. If you express on love of your husband, your love to your wife, it's the way that you create the right atmosphere. Amen. You create the right atmosphere by expressing your love towards your, your loved ones. The prophet says, 
I said, when you come home, you know all this story, but I'm just rushing up here, but you know the story the prophet is talking about. That boy who came to the prophet, I want to cast the devil out of my wife because she's, she's possessed by the devil. The prophet says, no, that's not the way to go. You need to change the strategy. In other words, set the mechanics in order first. God will do the rest. Don't jump up all the steps. Go to the mechanics and put the things that are practical. You'll see God moving on the way. Amen. It says, when you come home, buy her a box of candy. Give it her to when, when you come in at the door. Put your arms around her. And that's the way you cast out a devil. The other brother came there and he came and hugged his wife and he ran away. The other, he came, then something told him in his heart, what if it was the last time that you are hugging your wife? He came back and he hugged her with more emotion. The prophet says, that's the right thing that we need to do sometimes. And the same thing as I'm going through the mechanic. Sometimes we do things because it's mechanical. We have to raise our hand and do things. We don't just need to do the mechanical way. We want a sincerity in it. God, I want no sincerity as I'm going through it. Because there is a promise for you to come and confirm your word. Are you with me this evening? Today we have studied the mechanics. The prophet says, until it's all mechanical, what good is an automobile without something in it to drive it? What good is the light or the fixture if there is no current to go in it? So we've got all the mechanics, we've got schools and educators and so forth that can train a man till he can stand in the pulpit with such manner still is an eloquent person that still don't bring the power of God. Where is the power of God that used to be in the, to the church? Where is that Pentecostal blessing that used to flow through the church? That the reason the world is falling apart because we have got away from the real principles of God and educated man into systems and things. That is what got us in the condition that we are today. I believe that the reason the world is falling apart. But I just want to read that. I read that just to show that the prophet is saying. Sometimes we read many quotes. We get quotes if you search mechanics or dynamic. You see the prophet is putting. No, sometimes I, I, I don't want to know anything about the mechanics. I just want the dynamics. And what I believe when he's saying that is not to say that you cannot put the mechanics in order. What he's saying is the people focuses on the education and school, the intellectual part, and try to understand things. We don't need to understand all the mechanical things, how it happens, why he had to say it, why the prophet has to say it, why. If the prophet says so, I just believe it and move on. My mechanical part I need to set on is not how to understand, to give a reason. Oh, he was under the inspiration. He was not under the inspiration. Might, what I have just to do is, God, I believe, and I believe your word. As I believe your word, because he's saying here, what is causing the problem is to put the real principles of God away. People have put the principle, the real principle of God away and stuck to their own intellectual or mechanical way or man, physical way and putting the word of God aside. Now we have the word of God and we align ourselves with the word of God and God is confirming his own word. The prophet says, the dynamics of this church will be a refilling of the Holy Spirit that we have worked in a, in a small measure while the headstone is coming down to unite with the body. 
I believe with all my heart that we are right there in the time. We are in a time where the dynamic is right here among us. And we just need on our part to be in the same line of the word of God. Then the dynamic will come and move and do our part. We can all agree this evening, musicians can come. We can all agree this evening, if we will do our part, God is able to provide for his part. We can all agree this evening that because the responsibility is not only to the pastors or to the ministers or to the song leaders, to a, the responsibility is on all of us. It's on all of us to honor God and to do our part. And then God is going to do the rest. The prophet says in the Easter message on the, signing, the rising of the sun, it's the Easter message, the dynamics and the mechanics together. The mechanics without the dynamic, no good. Neither is the dynamics without the mechanic. We need both of them. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Because no one can take your place. No one can take your place. You have, by God's grace, each part of us, each one of us has his place in God's vision. No one can take our place. What a promise. No one can take your place. No one can take my place. So if no one can take your place, no one can take my place, what shall I do? God, help me to do what I can do in my place so that the program of God continue moving. If it requires prayer, God, let me put in a prayer. If it requires singing, God, let me sing. If it requires, Lord, just to be encouraging someone else, let me do it so that you continue doing what you have to do as I'm doing my part. Amen? Wonderful. Amen. Let's sing together. Don't you know why I'm happy? <clears throat> Can't you see why I'm happy? <clears throat> Can't you see why I'm happy? Oh, I've accepted the word of the Lord. The Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. It's God keeping us from falling. 
It's not our own strength, not our might, not our own power. It's only God's grace and it's keeping us from falling. Just want to be willing to surrender to Him. Amen. Can't you see? Wow.